The animosity of the religious leaders against Jesus continues to grow, and yet many continue to believe that he is the Messiah. Today, on the Rest in the Work of Christ podcast. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another Rest in the Work of Christ devotion. Uh, We are resting in the work of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us and accomplished for us in his life, death, and resurrection. Uh, And this is where our peace and our hope and our joy are found. We are in the Gospel of John. Uh, We are in John chapter 10. We're going to read verses 22 through 42 today. Uh, So here we go. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were gathered around him were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life. They shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If you called them gods to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy because I said I am God's son? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I in the Father." Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus. Okay, so it seems like this is a little while later. Um, you know, we heard yesterday Jesus with his uh, talk about him being the good shepherd, said that a couple times about being the gate, right? That he's the uh, one through whom uh, we have access to the Father. It's uh, in him that we have a shepherd who cares for us, protects us, watches over us, and even loves us so much he lays down his life for us. And here Jesus is um, preaching again in, in the temple. He's walking around there in the uh, Solomon's colonnade, part of the temple courts there. And uh, the Jews, the Jewish religious leaders, uh, come again and say, Man, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us. And this is just confusing, isn't it? Because he's, Jesus has not hidden that. Jesus has proclaimed that from the beginning, that he is the Messiah. And so they just, they're so dense, they're so steeped in their unbelief that they just uh, got to hear from Jesus again. And it's just fueling their hatred all the more as they hear Jesus say that he is the Messiah. And Jesus tells them, I have already told you this, but you don't believe, right? And then he points to his works. He says that I do works in, in my Father's name, and those works testify about me. You see the miracles. You see what I'm doing. 
but you don't believe. And then here he talks about sheep again. Right? So this comes uh, just on the heels of the Good Shepherd section, but this seems to be a little while later. He's still using this analogy of the sheep. You're not my sheep. Uh, and and then this verse is so incredibly uh, comforting. My sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What a promise that is to those of us who are his sheep, right? To us who by faith know Jesus as our Savior, as our Good Shepherd. We listen to his voice and he knows us and we follow him. We get to hear his voice in the word. We get to hear him in the gospel. We get to hear him uh, proclaim who he is and what he's done for us. And, and we hear that voice and we know him and we follow him. And then he says, I give them eternal life, right? Through his work, through his life and death and resurrection, he gives us eternal life. And they, we, we shall never perish. We will never be cast away from him forever and in eternal death. No one will snatch them out of his hand. What a powerful, powerful statement. No one can snatch us from the hand of our good shepherd. No one. Right? What a comfort that is. Right? And he says, the father who's given these sheep to me, he's greater than all and no one can snatch them out of my father's hand either. Right? If you ever had a doubt that, that someone could snatch them from my hand, know that they can't snatch you from my father's hand. Neither one. Right? He says, I and the father are one. Right? You are in, um, those who believe in me are in the protection of, of me and my father. And you are safe. Right? What a powerful, comforting truth that is for us. But this doesn't make the Jewish leaders very happy. Right? They pick up stones to stone him. And Jesus says, what good thing have I done that you're stoning me for? Right? Pick, one of the, pick one of the things that you've heard me say and do that, that are good. Right? What are you going to stone me for? You've got nothing on me. And they say, we're not stoning you, stoning you for your good works. We're stoning you because of blasphemy. You are claiming to be God. You are just a mere man, but yet you're claiming to be God. And blasphemy is worthy of death claiming to be God. Who do you think you are? And that's why they say they're stoning him. Then Jesus uh, quotes for them Psalm 82, verse 6. And if, if you happen to do our, our daily devotions in the Psalms, we also have a daily devotion. It's written, they're written. We're doing the Psalms. Um, every, every day we have a new devotion on, on the book of Psalms. And so for 2020, we're going through all 150 Psalms. But uh, we have those written and they, they get emailed out. They're also on our um, on a, on a we share them on our Facebook page. But anyways, I bring that up because we're looking at Psalm 82 this week. And so you're going you're gonna to get, if you do those, you're going to get to read what Jesus is quoting here. And there it says that there are gods, small g. And, and what, what's being referred to in Psalm 82 there, verse 6, is, is when it talks about gods, it's just this kind of general uh, reference to gods, meaning people with power, the, the strong ones is really what the Hebrew word means there. And so it, we believe that refers to earthly authorities, to those who have authority here on earth. And, and so these Jewish religious leaders, Jesus is saying, is you are those gods, small g, and, and that you are authorities that have been placed here over, over God's people. Um, you, you have authority over them, right? Um, and, and the word of God has come to you, right? You, you, and don't set those scriptures aside, he says. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, what about then the one whom the father has set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Right? So you have the scriptures. Right? You, you have the word of God. It's been given to you. you it's your job to share it and, and to, to pass it on and to, and to, to testify to it. Um, and uh, here you go. You, you, you aren't... What about me, right? The one who has come right from the Father, the one who the scriptures are all about, the one who the Father sent into this world, 
how can you accuse me of blasphemy? If, if you are referred to as gods with a small g, how can you accuse me of blasphemy when I say I'm God's son? Right? Uh, you don't believe me because, uh, because I do the works of my father. But if I do them, then, then you don't believe because, um, you know, why don't you at least look at what I'm doing? Look at the, look at the miracles. Look at the signs that I'm performing. How can, how can an ordinary man, how can a mere man do these things? Come on, believe already. Believe in the one that the Father has sent. But, but the fact is that you don't, you don't understand, right? Uh, I, I wish you would, Jesus says. He's, he's still longing for them to believe that they would know the Father because right now they don't know the Father either. Um, and this just upsets them all the more because they're saying they don't know who God is. They're saying that you know, they, they have the word and, and they have the scriptures, but yet they're not being faithful to them because they don't recognize God's son who has come. They don't recognize Jesus as the Messiah. And this, this makes them all the more angry. And so again, they, they, they try to seize him here, but it's not Jesus' time yet. The time will come when they will be able to seize him, when Jesus will allow that to happen. But that time has not yet come. It's drawing much closer. Uh, but, but here he escapes their grasp. He, he gets out of their, out of their grasp in some, in some way. So Jesus goes across the Jordan um, at this time to get away for a little while, let things cool off uh, out of Jerusalem again. He goes out, out here in the wilderness, out here in the um, middle of nowhere. And this is the very place where John the Baptist was doing his baptizing, um, which was already, you know, probably two years before this now. And uh, there he stayed, and, but many people were coming out to him. Again, Jesus' reputation is uh, a man who does miracles, a man who preaches with power and authority, um, and teaches the word of God, and, and uh, he knows what he's talking about, but yet also is, is who he says he is. He is the Messiah. And they, they, while he's out here in, in where John was doing his work, he says, you know, John, was, John never performed a miracle, right? But John did point to this man. And that is greater work than a miracle. He pointed to this one and everything that John said about this one, about this Messiah, it's true. It's true. And many people come to believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior. Right? So this is just remarkable. Jesus does not hide. Jesus continues to um, proclaim who he is. He continues to, to, to preach the good news of the kingdom to the faith of many, but also um, uh, to the hardening of hearts of many who will continue to, to look for ways to kill him. May God continue to, to, to bring his gospel, to bring that message of the kingdom, of who this Jesus is, that one who we belong to, that one who gives us eternal life, that one who says no one can snatch them from my hand, uh, and that we are safe in him. And may he continue to keep us there. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for coming and revealing yourself to be the Savior of the world and doing everything uh, to be the Savior of the world, to live that perfect life, to die that innocent death, to rise from the dead, uh, to assure us that everything is done so we can rest, we can be at peace, and we can know uh, that we have eternal life through you and through you alone, that we are your sheep and we get to listen to your voice, we get to follow you, and uh, no one can snatch us from your hand. Uh, not the devil, not the world, not even our own sinful flesh can take us away from you. Uh, keep us strong in faith. Continue to bring this gospel to us and, and assure us that, uh, of, of what you have done for us and, and so that we know you, we know the Father, and that uh, through, all, through all of this, uh, we get to live with you forever someday. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done for us. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right, friends, great to spend this time with you in God's Word. Uh, we will jump into chapter 11 tomorrow and the uh, familiar miracle of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. God's richest blessings on your day today. Bye-bye.